Hello beautiful souls and welcome to another episode of the Positive Switch podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you've been following on a regular basis the podcast um, about two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago, I did an episode on different minimalist, eco, environment-friendly hacks, things that you can apply in your own life, in your own daily life to reduce your impact on the environment. And I was also talking in this episode basically about things that people do, behaviors that are so damaging to the environment that take just so many resources and that kind of pissed me off and I want really people to change those behaviors. I want people to realize, yeah, how much damage they're causing, causing to the environment every time that they keep having those habits. And don't get me wrong, those are habits that I used to have in my own life, things that I've been doing for a very long time and then I realized that this wasn't serving myself, it wasn't serving others, it wasn't serving the next generations and so I basically changed. I basically questioned my own behavior and improved my behavior and purchase behavior especially to reduce my impact, to reduce my waste uh, reduce my use of resources um, yeah for the sake of the planet so let's keep on with this list last time I talked about different tips um, some that were maybe yeah a bit overboard for some people that would be considered like hardcore environmentalist or something um, but yeah this time you will see some things you might consider hardcore because you're just like not used to them yet and it never really popped up in your mind. You never considered doing those things and maybe you never, never even heard of those things. So that's why I am bringing this information to you so that you can change. The first one that uh, I would like to share with you today is basically the fact that uh, my boyfriend and I, we haven't been using toilet paper for quite a while now. Um, I started actually much earlier and I had like phases uh, where I was doing it more and phases where I was doing it less, uh, you know, out of comfort and habits. And yeah, sometimes you just like get back into old bad habits and this time we are sticking to it. Um, it's not something that, I mean, you could do it pretty much anywhere, even if when you're on a vacation, this is something that you can take with you to avoid the use of toilet paper, but sometimes you're not able to do it maybe at a friend's house or when you're invited for an evening or you're going somewhere in the city. It's not something that you want people to really notice. Some people just don't give a crap and still do it anyway. Um, yeah. So this is called, uh, it's a German thing actually, it's a German product, a beautiful, wonderful product uh, that saved our lives basically uh, for Mark and I. It's called in German a happy po and happy po means actually uh, in German a happy butt. 
So it's called um, basically a butt shower. It imitates the same um, the same function as a bidet. So it's basically something that sprinkles some water on your butt, on your genitals, whenever you're done uh, having a pee or a poop or whatever. You just use this uh, mini thing. And so I, I did actually a, a podcast episode only on this topic, which you could uh, check out. I will link uh, the link in the description box and you will see how it looks like. It's really easy to use. It's actually more hygienic because when you use a paper, toilet paper on your butt and genitals, you're actually leaving more bacteria than if you were using water. Um, it's also really irritating for the skin uh, when you use it and sometimes it can cause some rash and different irritation on the skin. So yeah, using Happy Po has been like one of the most life-changing things in my life and I love using it. It's a, really a no-brainer and it, it just becomes a habit, you know, you just gotta get used to it. And what we do then, because, you know, when you use it, of course, you're um, like sprinkling, you're projecting some water uh, on your genitals and, and on your butt. So you need something to actually dry everything out. So what I do is I use basically a really old towel that I used to have just like sitting around. And I use that old towel and cut it into several pieces, into several little square-shaped um, pieces of cloth. Um, and basically I use those mini, yeah, mini cloth pieces or mini towels to wipe our butts. So yeah, basically like wipes actually, little wipes. And that's what we use. Um, I basically, what we do, we have one side is basically just when you want to wipe yourself uh, when you peed and one side is when you pooped. Um, yeah, and basically you use it as long as you wish. And then when you think it's high time that uh, you wash it, then you just put it with the rest of your laundry and wash it super easy super uh, practical if you check out the episode where i explain like almost everything about the toilet paper industry and how much waste um, is present in this industry well just go and listen to that and you will see that it's really not that hard to change your habits when there are so many resources at stake and you know you don't even have to do this specific things there are different alternatives to not using toilet paper you could check out on youtube i'm sure there are hundreds of videos on this topic uh, you could also um, there is kind of a, a bidet function that you can have installed like set up on your own toilet at home uh, yeah, it, it's like it's not it's a little thing that you just like insert like you just put it on the inner side of the toilet and then it basically acts like a bidet so the next um, thing that I have and it's more than it's it's not really a tip but it's more um, an observation because um, I've been that kind of person in my life where I would go to several rooms 
in my parents house or wherever and we would just leave the light on although no one was there uh, although it was daylight or whatsoever and this is something like i can never fathom when i go around and see like light stores like stores with lamps and different kinds of um chandeliers and and stuff for people's houses and those stores there is one especially nearby where we live and it's a huge store and it's got like thousands of different lamps and um yeah different chandeliers that are like they are on the whole day it's wasting just so much energy wasting so many resources and it pisses me off so much i really hate passing this uh, store by um yeah and that's you know something i used to do and i bet a lot of us who are listening right now that you tend to leave the light on somewhere although it's daylight although you're not in this room at the present moment and please just stop doing this in french we have a saying that um we say it's not versailles here versailles um as most of you most of you probably know is the really famous castle yeah it's a castle in paris um I think Versailles is actually, it's not really Paris, I think it's, it's a city on its own, but um, in the castle of Versailles, it was also called, uh, I think, the castle of lights. For some reason, I don't really know why, because I am not such a, a fan of this part of history. I'm um, interested in other sides of history uh, and mysteries, but yeah basically we tell people who leave the light on for nothing that it's not versailles here so just turn the freaking light off so please do that and yeah just just be mindful of um of the energy that uh, you are using the energy that's being used the resources that are being um used and plundered in order to um yeah basically run your home and instead, you know, if it's winter or even during the day, if it's a bit dark uh, for some reason because the weather is not too great, just resort to other types of light that don't need um, so many resources. So light a candle or uh, if you have a chimney, make a little fire and I don't know, but like, please just stop leaving lights on everywhere. The next one, and that's more um, a tip and also an observation, because I made my own experience, I made my own observation of how many tampons I was wasting, I was using as a woman. Um, yeah, just because of my periods, just I wondered through how many tampons do I go through in a year? and it, it must be like hundreds or I don't want to even imagine the number and when I realized that I thought okay I have to change I have to look for an alternative and that was actually the year I think where uh, menstrual cups actually became a thing it started to really uh, expand and to be present everywhere on the market now it's even more present and i would have never thought that 
in like random casual supermarkets that they would have menstrual cups for people to buy so it's just amazing i started using mine about three or four years ago i i think it was like 2016 or something yeah four or five years ago i can't remember exactly uh, but definitely years ago where i started using a menstrual cup and it's just such a practical thing it's it's the growl it's like this uh, or the grail the holy grail and it's just so practical it saves so much energy and resources and okay I, I i will admit it it's not so comfortable and easy at first you get to get your way around it you get to get to know it and also first you gotta get to know your body and feel comfortable with your body but as soon as you get comfortable with this it literally changes your life it is so practical so handy you don't have to carry around like boxes of how many tampons i know to go on vacation you just take this one mini cup and that's it and yeah that really is a life changer um if you are somehow really like you you just like tampons and then you feel comfortable with with them and you have a hard time uh inserting something bigger in your body then i would suggest um what i do if there are like situations uh where my cup somehow is is dropping i haven't placed my cup right and it just keeps dropping and i don't want to be bothered what i do is um in germany we have this website it's not exactly ebay but it's like um yeah ebay it's like the little local eBay where people can directly interact with each other and just buy stuff from each other. So it's like most of it is just like secondhand stuff. And sometimes you can buy things that are new that people bought but are not using. And, and the packaging is still um, closed and nothing was used and if i really do need to buy tampons then this is how i would buy them this is how i would recommend to you to buy tampons if you really want to keep using tampons because the product has already bought the person purchased them and actually is part of the demand for a new production of more tampons but you are no longer part of this demand because you're not buying a new product in a supermarket. Um, yeah, and you're not financing the demand. All right, then let's get on the topic of clothes. Uh, clothes is a huge industry. It's also a highly polluting industry, much more than most people think. And yet, the majority of people, I would assume, or a big, big number um, of people within society still buy clothes uh, in a brand new state, um, in stores, in really shitty stores with no ethical values whatsoever, who plunder resources, who exploit people to make the cheapest clothes ever with the shittiest quality. Um, so yeah things like zara primark bershka uh, h&m and so many more and even like luxus like luxury 
kind of brands, do you think that they really use the best thing and that they really care about um, people? Like, no, they really don't give a crap. And so that's why I, a long, long time ago, I just decided to switch to secondhand clothes. And sometimes you can find such amazing clothes. They are in a brand new state Although uh, the person has used this piece of cloth or uh, accessory for quite a while and yet it's just looking brand new and it has been just so preserved and, and yeah, you just don't have to buy something brand new from a store or from a brand with no ethical value, just buy secondhand. There are just so many platforms now more than we could ever wish we have different platforms where we can buy secondhand clothes but not only this you can buy secondhand books and what i like to say and to remind people is there's actually enough of everything on this planet like everything that you could need right now already exists has already been produced and doesn't need to be produced again so you don't need to be financing a demand to produce even more of the stuff that most people buy and don't even use you could just buy things from people that they haven't used and this is just it it just increases the, the well-being of everyone it's respecting the planet respecting the people uh, not paying for people to be exploited in faraway countries and plundering even more resources which we actually don't even have anymore uh, the earth is like just so low now on resources and still people keep financing such crappy brands and companies just to have the latest shit to wear the latest um trendy clothes and yeah just wake up like we are not living in a world anymore where we can actually just uh, stop giving a shit about what's happening behind our purchases we have to wake up and actually question what are the consequences of our purchase behavior and we have the responsibility and even the obligation the duty to change so that we are not harming the planet. So secondhand clothes, um, here there are different op different opportunities, I guess, different um, possibilities. So if you're not really a fan of secondhand clothing, maybe you're scared that uh, the clothes are gonna stink or whatsoever. Um, in secondhand stores, sometimes uh, I admit it the the clothes don't really smell the best but usually when you buy them on online platforms um the people are really respectful and you know they know that if they bought something secondhand they would wish this piece of clothes to not stink so like i've never had any issue ordering second clothes online from people um they i always received really clean clothing uh, that smelled good and with I, I never had any problem with this I never received something that was damaged something that stunk I really always only had good 
positive experiences. So that's one of uh, one um, possibility. But what you can do nowadays is actually lease clothes. So you can basically basically the same process of leasing that happens with cars and um, other things. I guess you could do this with clothes. You can just borrow clothes from friends, from family members. Yeah, those are possibilities that are much more ethical and environment friendly. So just think about it. The next thing, and maybe that will be the last for today because I won't, don't want this episode to be too long. We're about yet yeah, 20 minutes in. So I would say the next and last one, uh, tip and also observation. Um, I was giving a, a French class. Uh, I, I usually also do at home uh, courses. So I, I drive to um, my students and give a class there. And sometimes, you know, you happen to have to go on the toilet. And so when I went there, I went in the bathroom uh, at this one house and the bathroom of these people was just full with plastic junk everywhere. It was to a point that I was really feeling oppressed by the weight of all this like stuff around me it was just so much plastic so just un unnatural and and just so yeah obvious that it was just so damaging to the planet i really didn't feel well while peeing for a few seconds in this bathroom i felt like i was just surrounded by plastic all around me and so i still don't get how in 2021 people are still buying so much plastic uh, and you know that's why i don't consider government's policies or government initiatives to be enough because even though there's a ban or plastic straws or if the government uh, put a ban on plastic bags people are still gonna freaking use plastic because they love it because it's freaking comfortable and and practical to them because there there are things that are so easy still and even easier but they're not considering them because it's just it's just there the plastic is all the packaging in the supermarkets everything is in plastic i can just get it that way i don't want to have to look for um uh, second not secondhand but like a bulk store or low waste zero waste store I just want to have everything right now right here right now super fast I just want to have to snap my fingers and just get it now so plastic junk in uh, the bathroom I think this is you could look almost everywhere but the, at the majority of people's home uh, the room that will have the most plastic is the bathroom and it's it's just it's just crazy and there are so many alternatives now and there are i of course i know that most of things that are not packed in plastic but maybe in glass they might be a lot cheaper or uh, cheaper they might be a lot more expensive or little less expensive sometimes or just a bit more expensive like as for each and every object and product there are different prices so if you just look around and just do your research you will find something that's just 
is perfectly okay for your budget. Uh, if you go in like also many bulk stores or zero waste stores have really affordable products. They don't um, like always have super high end um, stuff that are not packed in plastic. What you can do if you live in Germany, I highly encourage you um, to just buy secondhand, like also cosmetic products that um, if I want to treat myself to, to a vegan cruelty free, cream, lotion, shampoo, whatsoever. I will never buy it brand new in a supermarket. I will just rebuy it from someone who bought too many of them uh, on a second-hand platform. Uh, so in Germany, you could look zum Beispiel, uh, you could look, for example, at Vinted or eBay Kleinanzeigen, and there you can find those products. You can also find rescued cosmetic products. So sometimes there's just such an overproduction uh, in companies that, um, yeah, for cosmetic products, for example, this happens and also for food, you can basically buy vegan cruelty-free cosmetic products and vegan food uh, on a website which is called Surplus in Germany. It's not surplus like you would spell it in English, but with an I, so S-I-R-P-L-U-S. I will also link the link in the description box. And over there you can buy products that have been just, um, yeah, like discarded from companies because there was an overproduction or for other reasons. And if you don't buy it, those companies would just like toss it to the trash, like just waste those products that are perfectly fine, uh, still perfect for consumption. So yeah, if you like absolutely want like to keep some of those products that are packed in plastic, then go to such websites that actually rescue uh, products packaged in plastic that would otherwise go to waste. All right, well, it's been quite a rant. Um, yeah, I think I will close it here for today. And don't worry, there will still be many more of those kinds of episodes because this is something that's really important to me. I've been living for a couple of years now a really minimalistic lifestyle and always questioning and uh, looking for still for things that I can improve in my life, purchase behaviors that I can improve. What could I replace, reuse, upcycle, recycle, recycle, and and in eventually wasting. But also recycling should be really the last thing that you want to do. So think about what you can do before that happens. Before this is your last resort your last uh, option. Look what you can do uh, instead of recycling or wasting something. So I hope that you liked this episode. Please don't hesitate to comment on YouTube or to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and other platforms. You can support me by going to the link in my Instagram profile. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in today. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Namaste.